Welcome to Socially Supportive, where you'll hear the hottest insights and discover cutting-edge technology as we take you behind the scenes with the latest authors, top executives, and industry thought leaders. This is Customer Care the Social Way with your host, Frankie Soche. Episode 67 of the Socially Supportive Podcast is brought to you by The Social Pack. Get on the inside to stay on the top side. Head on over to sociallysupportive.com and join today for the latest tips, tricks, and technology in digital and social customer care. Also brought to you by Telligent, a variant company, a leader in community software for support communities and digital marketing. Its social software solutions help bring together modern collaboration technologies into a single integrated suite that includes social applications and social services that enable organizations to create communities of interest for their customers. Telligent solutions include both external customer and internal employee communities. A customer service community enables you to answer a question once and then scale it to an unlimited number of customers. Hello, Social Pack. Welcome to Freeform Friday. On Friday, we go freestyle and talk about whatever we feel like because it's Friday. And this is a special Friday because it is the first day of December And I have something special for you for the month of December. Because I've had so many requests, I have opened up my schedule. I don't usually do this, obviously, as you know, as we're 67 episodes in. But I've had requests from folks who want to get some of my time and want to know how can they do that on a smaller scale. I do consulting work for brands and for tool companies. I'm not sure if you guys are aware of that or not, but I do consulting on digital and social customer care, both for the brands that are bringing their social service to customers. And then I also do consulting work for the technology companies that I talked to you about on the program to help them provide a great customer experience to brands. So I kind of have, you know, my feet in both sides of things doing consulting. But what I've done for the month of December is I have opened up some time windows where you can sign up for free 30-minute coaching sessions with me. I've got a link. If you just go to sociallysupportive.com, there's a yellow button. It's only going to be there for the month of December. Like I said, I normally don't do this, but if you have a question that you want to ask me where you really want to solve an issue that you've got, you don't really know how to get deep down to correct a problem, you're not sure how you should go about doing something, you're wondering what you should be concentrating on for goals and strategy work in 2018. Where should you be putting your focus? Tell me a little bit about what you have going on and I will share with you my thoughts and ideas about what you can do to take your program with digital customer support from fine to fantastic. As you know, my experience runs from customer support chat to social media customer care to email customer care, any sort of digital customer care, you name it, I've got experience with it. 
So go ahead and sign up. There's only a few spaces that I've opened each day. Like I said, it's not something that I normally fit in my schedule, but I feel so grateful that we've gotten through 67 episodes and we've shared a lot of valuable content and I'm so glad you're listening. So let me know if you want some help from me. I am glad to just give you 30 minutes of my time. Happy holidays, no matter what you celebrate. Happy holidays to you. That's my gift to you. And like we said, this episode is sponsored by Telligent. They will be sponsoring us again for the month of December. So thank you to Telligent for allowing that to happen too. All right, so let's get into today's inspiration. Today's inspiration is brought to us by Shiv Singh, who said, the purpose of a business is to create a customer who creates customers. And our book of the day is Hug Your Haters by Jay Bear. So what are we talking about on this fabulous 1st of December Friday? We are talking about social response strategy for small teams. What? Yes, most of the time I'm talking about large overarching social media and digital customer care strategy for huge brands. I have been asked which is why the free 30-minute coaching has come up too. I have been asked uh, by a particular company to break it down for small teams. Basically, what I heard was, we love that you give advice for the large teams and we can use some of it, but could you help our company by doing an episode where you talk about how small teams can get in there and be responding on social media customer care, being effective with limited personnel? So we're going to cover that today. This is going to be a high-level overview with a couple of really deep-hitting tactics and then some references back in the show notes, and I'll also reference them, obviously, in the episode, where you can go back and take a deeper dive into some of the topics because we want to get through a lot of things in a short amount of time. So the first question that you'll probably ask when you're a very small team trying to do response on social media is, where should I be providing customer support? My answer is always you should be providing support where your customers are. Each company that provides a product or service has some unique customer base that tends to gravitate towards one place or another. So you'll want to take a look and find out where are your customers. Generally speaking, most brands are responding, big or small, on Facebook and on Twitter. If you have a limited support staff, or if you're just starting out and you only want to dedicate a few resources to trying this out, I recommend that you go to Facebook and Twitter, find out if your customers are there, and start there. The other thing that I would say is, typically, if you've got a small team, you want to get as much bang for your buck as you possibly can out of doing your digital customer support, don't forget support communities, meaning community forums. And the reason that you don't want to forget this is because the return on investment for community forums is huge. I don't say that because Telligent provides support communities and they're my sponsor. I have a relationship with Telligent because I know support communities provide a huge return on investment and I believe in the product and service. And you would be amazed at the types of products and services that customers want to build community around. So 
make sure that you are looking into a support community. The number of moderators that you need could be much fewer than you think. You might be able to just use part of one full-time employee to be moderating a community forum, and you could be having your community members doing a lot of the work for you. We just had on episode 65, which was Wednesday, crowdsourcing for better return on investment. And then yesterday's episode 66 was all about gamification, which in layman's terms basically explains why people would want to be doing work for your company for free in a community environment. Highly recommend that you check those out. So the next question that you might ask me is, how do I find out when people post? So If you have no budget for technology or a very small budget to spread for your team, you can go natively directly to Facebook and directly to Twitter to respond to customers. This is free. That's the pro. The con of doing this is that it becomes very difficult to see and find your posts and prioritize your responses. And as you know, I give the example of I don't know if you guys have heard this, but there's the ice chest example where you've got an ice chest and you've got to figure out how to fit all of your items in the ice chest. And then you've got to figure out how to fit the ice in the ice chest too. The best way to do that is to take the big items, the big ticket items, fit those in the ice chest first, and then put the ice on top of it. If you put the ice in first, it's hard to make sure everything fits, right? So this is the same scenario with being able to respond to posts. There's a whole strategy that goes into what you should answer first and why and how you organize things. You sort of lose this ability and you're just eyeballing it if you're going natively through Facebook. Another option for a very small budget is you can check into Hootsuite. There's a link to Hootsuite on the show notes, which are sociallysupportive.com episode 67, or you can just go to Hootsuite.com. The pros are that if you've only got one team member login for Hootsuite, you can pay $19.95 a month and you can have up to 10 social profiles on there for just $19.95 a month. They've got some reporting. The cons around that is that Hootsuite lacks robust features like case management and workflow optimization. These are the things that I talk about that really get you the bang for your buck. So if you've got a budget for technology, but you just have a few people that you can dedicate, I'm still going to recommend that you check out my two favorite tools for large organizations, which would be Converse Social, who I think has the latest technology in social media customer care. And you can also check out CX Social. They have fantastic technology. And if you're just starting out and you've got a small team, they're going to be able to get you where you need to go. So then you might ask, what should I do when people post comments or questions? So this gets into, you already know where you should be. You already know how to figure out when somebody's posting to you. You've got those coming into you. Now what do you do? What happens if they ask you a question? What are you supposed to do? Okay, before we talk about what you should say, this is about what you do. The first thing that you need to do is document the post somehow. You don't want to skip this step. So 
Sometimes if you've got a fancy tool, then you can just use your social media engagement tool. And when the post comes in, there will be a record of this post coming in and all of your back and forth interactions will be captured and documented. I recommend a tool like Converse Social because you can use their new case management feature, which makes sure that you are able to track tickets like trouble tickets, and you can understand what an entire trouble ticket looks like. You can listen to episode 59, Converse Social's case management. That'll give you more detail if you're ready for something like that. If you don't have a fancy social engagement tool, then you can go a little lower tech. And if you have SharePoint in your office, you can create a form in SharePoint. It takes longer. It takes more of your handle time. But you can create a ticket basically out of a share. It's really a SharePoint survey. You can create a ticket that's a SharePoint survey and document what the customer's account number was, their name, what they were reaching out for. Were you able to resolve their issue? What happened? You can document things like this manually. If you don't have SharePoint, you can even go and create a survey in whatever tool you use to survey. You can use Google surveys. You can literally just Google surveys and come up with tools that will help you create a survey. What you're doing is not surveying your customers. You're just creating a form basically that you can use where your agents can over and over again capture what it is that has happened, some sort of ticket number, how they resolved it. You want individual fields where you can capture this data. And I'll tell you why later. But make sure that if you are doing work in social media, that you are documenting it so that you have record of it. So the next thing that you do before you respond is to decide whether you should respond or not. Social media is unique for customer service. When people call you on the telephone, you need to answer the telephone. When people are sending you an email, you need to respond with an email because they are reaching out for a response from you. On social media, sometimes people are talking to you, sometimes people are talking about you, and sometimes people are just being what we call internet trolls and causing problems, and nothing that you say or do is going to help them. So make sure that you cover this point with your agents before everybody gets into where they're wanting to respond to people. I recommend that you go back and listen to episode six titled Answer Everything, then episode seven, when to respond, and then episode 16 about, like we just said, internet trolls. Check out those episodes if you want more details about that. But make sure that you understand as a company and have it lined out before anybody's responding, what are we going to respond to? What are we not going to respond to? Also, before you start responding, I offer you a few rules. These rules are according to Frankie. First priority is to respond fast. You want to respond very quickly. You can refer to episode 43, initial response time is critical in social customer care. The reason that this is critical is because you want to help the customer stop worrying immediately, if possible. Let them know that your brand does in fact respond because some brands don't. And you also want to respond immediately because as I explained in episode 43, 
If you wait to respond because you're digging for the answer and you're thinking, hang on, I'll just save some time because I won't respond until I have the answer. Or if you're thinking first contact resolution, meaning the very first time I reach out to them, I have to have the answer. That's great as long as the very first time you reach out to them with the answer is really fast. If it's not able to be really fast, tap them on the shoulder by reaching out once and saying, I hear you, I'm here for you, I need to go away and find the answer, I will be right back. Sounds counterintuitive, but it's not. Because what you're going to do is you're going to save all of the other people who, if you're not responding very quickly, then the original poster may reach out to you again. And then if you don't respond to that, then maybe you've got other people coming to the original poster's defense. Now you have four or five or six or who knows how many posts that you need to respond to. So save yourself heartache and know that responding as quickly as possible at first to let them know you've got it is critical. That's one of those things where being able to organize those posts is a really big time saver for your team. All right, now that we've talked about what happens before you respond, this one's important. What should you say when you respond? Here's what I'm gonna tell you first. Here's what you should avoid doing when you respond. Try to avoid immediately apologizing. Don't immediately say, I'm sorry, when you reach out to a customer. You would think that would be helpful, but honestly, you're not even sure if you're sorry or not. You know that someone is feeling some way that they need to have some assistance from your company or they feel as though something wrong has happened. You're not sure if that's really the case. And if you have a legal team, what you'll find out is that you don't immediately want to accept fault or apologize for something before you even know if you're really at fault or there's anything to apologize for. Also, it becomes trite. Customers are so used to brands just immediately saying that they're sorry. Customers, and we know because we are customers, we don't want you to be sorry. We want you to fix it and then be sorry. And then we'll accept your apology. But first, help us get through the issue. So don't apologize until it's time. Second thing I'll say that you should avoid saying is our policy states. Perhaps you remember a certain airline company that recently got in trouble when a customer reached out to say that something had happened that was not to their liking, and their very public reply from the website was around what their policy states in a very corporate and uncaring fashion. This only angers people more. So it's fine if you have a policy, but you want to be careful with that because it can sound very cold and uncaring. That may be a conversation that you want to take offline, have in private, and then bring it back public. The third thing I'll say to avoid when you respond, and there are many more that I can help you with, but the third thing to avoid is saying, I can't help you. Just don't say that at all. You want to offer help. You're there to offer help. There's certainly something that you can do. Maybe you even need to tell the customer that when they're willing to receive help, if they're in an agitated state, that you're happy to provide that assistance if they can be clear on what they need or if there's something that you can do that's, you know, reasonable. Be careful how you say, I can't help you because really you probably can and you don't want to give the impression that you can. Possible phrases that you could use is, 
That's not the experience we want you to have. Because if the customer experiences frustration, that's true. Your company doesn't want them to feel frustrated. You don't want them to feel angry. You don't want them to feel let down. Let them know that that's not your intention because sometimes it feels very intentional. Another phrase, give me an opportunity to help you. That can settle customers down and let them know that you are definitely interested in providing assistance to them. Another phrase, I'm happy to look into this for you. Let them know that that's what you're there for and you're happy that they're your customer and you're very happy to be able to provide service to them. Another phrase is we're working on this right now for you. They want to know that they're not just sitting around waiting and you're not doing anything to help them. All right, the last question that you might have for me around this at a high level is, how do I know if this is a good use of company resources, this being responding out on social media? So remember when I told you that I wanted you to track all the posts that are coming in as tickets in some way and that you could use whatever tool you could possibly find. You could use SharePoint. You could use your tool, fancy tool. You could use some sort of survey tool. Anything that you can use that allows you to track all your posts as tickets. You want to first do that and then second, figure out how long it takes your agents to work these posts. You can either use your fancy tool to find what we call average handle time, or if you need to, so you can get some good guesstimate numbers, use a stopwatch and stand next to the agent and time what's happening. Now know that people get nervous when you time them with a stopwatch generally, so your handle times are going to be skewed a little bit. And obviously each case is different, but it'll give you some general guidelines to understand how long it takes. Then when you do all of that, Have a listen to episode 53, Calculating Social Care ROI with Himadri Sarkar. He is an expert in digital and social care return on investment calculation. I know I've worked with him before. So he'll help you understand once you have some of these numbers together, he'll help you figure out how to crunch them all together and know for sure for your company, whether it's worth your time to be responding on social media and do know The more you invest in technology and the more you invest in training your agents properly, the better your return on investment is going to be, generally speaking, because you're going to be much more efficient at it. So I hope that helps for the smaller teams who are trying to respond with limited budgets or, you know, regular budgets, but smaller numbers of team members. So now let's talk about today's sponsor. Today's episode is sponsored by Telligent, a variant company. Why community? Why Telligent community? Well, as we said above, we talked a lot about how customer support communities create a compelling return on investment. And it also gives your customers the support options they want. Sometimes they don't want to call in and talk to someone at your company. Sometimes they don't want to be on social with your company. Sometimes they want to either find the answer themselves or they want to be able to talk with other customers about your products and service rather than talking to your employees. Plus, when you move common support cases online, resolutions to cases can be used again and again, and you quickly see which topics are causing the most issues. So make sure that you are checking out Telligent.com to see what Telligent can do for your company. Even if you have a very small team, this may be exactly what you need when you have a very small team. 
Okay, if you have a job opening or you're looking for a spot, email me at frankie at socially supportive.com and I will play matchmaker between perfect person and perfect position so we can be delivering fantastic customer care out on the World Wide Web. That's it for Freeform Friday. Happy December. Remember, if you need me, go and click that button where you can have 30 minutes of my time for free to help you answer your questions as my holiday gift to you, courtesy of me and courtesy of Telligent. Make sure you tune in Monday where it will be Manic Monday and we will be transitioning you from the fabulous weekend that hopefully you have with family and friends back into the work week where we will be talking about metrics and numbers and reporting and all those lovely things. Until then, and even after then, I am Frankie Soche. Thanks so much for tuning in and I'll catch you Monday. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to Socially Supportive. Want more? Head on over to sociallysupportive.com to join the social pack and find the best tips, tricks, and technology to take your team from okay to outstanding in no time.